off blast <laughs> into the unknown with talking about ghosts. <laughs> Casper. Some other ghosts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. All right. What's going on, everybody? What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome to Geeking Poetic Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. This uh, man who is not a ghost, he is all material. He is he is a uh, spirit in the material world, like the, <laughs> like the police would sing. It is none other than... Vito. And then uh, this little hop-along ghost over here, <laughs> this grim, grinning ghost sitting in the middle, as usual, keeping it all together, is none <laughs> other than... Megan. And if you haven't guessed by now so much talking about ghosts and the fact that it's that time of year, we've got Halloween and Samhain or Samhain for you white Western people uh, on the horizon. We are talking about ghosts. More specifically, we're talking about our top five favorite ghost movies. Now, this is a tough one, this man. This was super tough. I didn't think it was going to be this hard. Yeah, me either. You know, yeah, it like at first when this came up, I was like, gosh, I'm going to have a hard time like coming up with movies because, yeah, because things weren't like popping into the forefront of my head. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When we first discussed this, I was like, well, you know, there's one or two, but I'm like, man, I may be hard pressed. But then the more I looked into it, I was like, oh, shit, there's a ton that I'm going to have to leave off this list. And even now. I don't 100% feel good about this list that I came up with. I don't know about you guys. Mine's still changing. Yeah. It may change as we go. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed since I got here. So. <laughs> what about you, Vito? Are you pretty set in your choices? Yeah, at this point, it is what it is. I'm not going to spend a lot, lot more time rearranging these movies because yeah. they can change in the next hour. So yeah. it is what it is for right now. I'll have to go with what I got. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you <laughs> we guys- We have to do this again later, and it'll be totally yeah, different. Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> Almost every, I'm telling you this right now, folks, almost every subject with very few exceptions that we've covered on the podcast since we started two and a half years ago, every one of them, if we probably went to go make, do it again, like if we did whatever, you know, top five Stephen King or superhero movies or Schwarzenegger, any of yeah. the things we've talked about, I'll mm -hmm. bet you they if would be different. they would be different now because that's just the way it is there's yeah. there's too many good choices mm -hmm. and it's tough but real quick before we get into that i want to ask and i've been asking this lately because we've we've sort of implemented some restrictions on ourselves we have to when we have these lists where we only can do five did you guys come up with any kind of particular restrictions like okay like if i'm gonna make five it's gotta not include this this and this Anything like that? Um, I tried to, again, because I had to narrow it down somehow, right. not to re-talk about movies I've already talked about except for one. One I couldn't not have right. on there, so I try not to double dip. Now, what you mean by that is ones that we didn't already cover extensively in a past episode. Exactly, yes. Right, and that's a problem. I've got at least, well, I, almost everything that's... <laughs> I list with like maybe one exception has been talked about to some degree in past episodes. Okay. I just, I you couldn't, just couldn't not include them. Yeah, I couldn't. 
I could not include them. They're, they were too important to me. So I wasn't able to do that. What about you, Vito? I left out like demonic possession and other types of possessions where like a spirit will invade and control someone's body. Right. Because then, dude, Ginger Dead Man 1 and 3 would be in that list. Child's Play, <laughs> all of them would be in that list. Like, where do I stop, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So yep. I had to take those off. <laughs> yeah, I I had to narrow mine down as well to be... Like, I know they're technically like ghost movies, but I don't picture them that way in my brain. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had to remove them even though I love them. So. I Yeah, and it's kind of funny because I had almost the opposite happen where... Some of the ones that I ended up choosing aren't ones that I immediately thought, oh, that's a ghost movie to me, mm-hmm. but but it's a movie that I love. But then when I really thought about it, I was like, oh, shit, that's totally a ghost movie, mm-hmm. like big time. And so it ended up making it into my list because of that. We're just opposites all the way, aren't Well, we? that's what makes this interesting, <laughs> right? I mean, that's why we're going to probably have some very different lists, I think, because I don't totally know what you guys pick. I have no yeah, idea have what no Vito idea picked. I have no idea what you guys got. Vito's always a mystery. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, without any further ado, I say, like, let's just jump let's into it. it. Yeah, let's just, uh, let's go and do it. <laughs> 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 We're such dorks. Uh, dorking poetic. Um, that's what we Our are. Our next segment. Yeah. Dorking hard. Um, dorking oh. ghosts. Let's not do is that. Is that where we review the sides of whale's penises or something like that? Oh, God. A dork is a whale's penis. <laughs> Dork. And a wheezy belt. Jeez. What the hell are you bitching about? I got to sleep under some Chinaman named after a duck's dork. Do you know what movie that's from? No idea. It's from uh, 16 Candles. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's talking about uh, Samantha's little brother. Mm-hmm. She's whining about could, that everybody's forgetting her birthday and mm-hmm. everything. And her young brother's complaining because he's got to sleep under Long Duck Dong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no more dong and dork talk. <laughs> Let's just get into it. Um, and we, as always, for people who haven't, maybe if you haven't seen or listened to this before, because uh, we do both. If you don't know, again, whichever format you're checking this out, we do this on YouTube. It's a video. If you are watching this, hey, how you doing? You can see <laughs> us. If you are not watching this and you're listening to us on Podbean or Spotify. Spotify. There's a lot of Spotify users, it seems like, for the podcast. Good. Ooh, That's yeah. great. Hi, Spotify users. Awesome. <laughs> hey, Spotify users. We love you. Um, but if you don't know, so you make sure you go check out our YouTube channel because we're we're on there. We've got all sorts of silly stuff on there and comedy videos, all sorts of things <laughs> we do because we are we're dorks. Yeah. Geek geek and dorks. That's what we are. We embody that. But we are going to go around and do our five, and then all three of us pick our five, our four, three, or two, or one. We're going to do it that way. And then if uh, Vito brings up something that's his number five and it happens to be my number three, we're not going to talk about it twice. We're just going to talk about it when it's first brought up. So whoever has it first in the list going accordingly is the one that wins the fucking prize. Or something. <laughs> so anyway, all right, you guys ready? Here we go. It's summertime for number five. Vito, as always, we start with you. So my number five is a movie called Lake Mungo from 2008. Lake Mungo. Probably have not heard of it. No, is this going to be happening a lot? Um, 
Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Some some of them might throw you for the loop, but uh, oh. I believe I've actually heard on in all honesty, I've heard of Lake Mungo. I've heard I know the name. That is all I know about it. <laughs> so Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's going to educate us. Oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, what was your number five? Um, well, I'm a pansy and I don't like horror movies. So I went with Haunted Mansion. <laughs> is it the Eddie Murphy one? It is the Eddie okay. Murphy one. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, gosh. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, my number five. Uh, so I'm assuming your Lake Mungo one, Vito, is a horror movie. It's... I. It's an Australian found footage film, but it's done in oh. like a mockumentary style. Okay. Oh, okay. It's it's hard to explain, but it's not like a horror film where it's scary. It's just it's Is it like more like more, Blair Witch kind of. No, it's more of like a drama piece. Okay. Oh. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Okay, very, interesting. Very, yeah, very good. Okay, well, mine is just, it's more whatever you want to call it, suspense. I know people that are, they, they, they fucking hate that term. I don't, it's, it's a suspenseful movie. I wouldn't call this horror. Uh, and it's a very, very, my, all my movies are very popular for the most part. So mm-hmm. if everybody's going to be bitching that my choices are like mainstream, f- fucking whatever, man. <laughs> I don't care. But my number five is actually old M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong <laughs> Shyamalan's The Sixth Sense. Nice. That is on my list as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I beat you to it. You sure did. <laughs> But before we get to that, Vito, I want to hear about this Lake Mungo business. Okay, so it's an Australian found footage film, mm-hmm. and it's done in a mockumentary style. So basically, like, you would watch a documentary, but this is done in that style, but it's all fiction. It's all fake. Okay. But it's done extremely well, and it follows a story of a teenage girl who drowns, like, in a creek behind their house. Okay. And they're trying to find out what hap- what is happening, and they think that her spirit is possessing the house and trying to get them to solve this mystery while she was murdered. I don't want to give the movie away, no. but it's it's this really sad drama piece set around this ghost story. But it's there's more to it than a ghost story, and there's like this conspiracy thing going on. And interesting, yeah, the story unravels the farther it goes, and then the ending kind of reveals what happens. But I'm not going to tell you what the ending is. <laughs> but it's it's one of the most interesting pieces of film I've seen. Really? Yeah. That sounds right up my alley. I need you, to check this out. I'm, you guys would love it. Jess would love this. Okay. Yeah. You too. You would like find this really interesting. We're, we're carving pumpkins this weekend. We might be watching that's this. That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> I believe may... it's on Tubi. I think that's where oh. I saw it. All right. Love Tubi. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got Tubi. So. And it's. I think it's like an hour and a half, hour 45. Um, okay. It's, man, it's really good <laughs> interesting yeah. interesting now when did this come out uh 2008 2008 yeah. okay fairly fairly recent yeah mm. that sounds cool Keeps my interest it, yeah. it remind. it's for some reason it's reminding me of something else just the way you described it but i can't put my finger on what it is it kind of reminds me of one of my movies i have picked okay kind of sort of it does that's what i'm thinking of mm-hmm. and i'm not going to say it because but i know it's I coming know, up we talked about it earlier before we started recording so that that is it it does mm-hmm. remind interesting yeah lake mungo huh or mungo i'm not sure how you pronounce it i think it's mungo though m u n g o okay mungo, mungo seems the right way to say it but <laughs> never mind that shit here comes mungo <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know what that's from no you should know a what blazing this. saddles yes okay Woo-hoo, i got one <laughs> <laughs> so I? Mungo. Oh, I love that movie <laughs> anyway all right cool so number five like mungo that sounds like uh sounds very promising yeah you know? 
All right, Megan. So yes. we got a little bit of a little bit of haunted mansion. <laughs> huh? Haunted mansion. Um, what's funny about that is you mentioned Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. He's he's okay. He's not my favorite part of it. The kids are, and the wife is my favorite part of this movie. And just happens to be the little girl's name is Megan. So what can't mm-hmm. be loved about her? Right? Uh, should I make a list? <laughs> Should I start listing it all off? or Not unless you want to become a ghost yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, go on. <laughs> so, anyway, it's just it's a fun movie. I enjoy the, the quartet and everything. And I do have to say that this ride is one of my favorite rides at Disney in Florida. Oh, they made an attraction for they, it. They did. Oh. I freaking love it. So, nice. hmm. yeah, that doesn't help either. And every time I watch the movie, I think of Disney and going on that ride. So it makes me happy. So it's my number five. I remember seeing the trailer for this when it came out, but I never actually saw it. Yeah, it's pretty silly. Yeah. Because yeah. wasn't this towards like the end of like Eddie Murphy's kind of like career at that point, like in the early mean, 2000s or mid 2000s? The, the burning question is, did this, was this, this before, <laughs> was this before or after he picked up the, uh, the, the, uh, transsexual prostitute or whatever it was oh incident. i forgot about that because yeah he took a little hiatus after that which is you know who cares what he does man yeah. <laughs> why does anybody care about that but yeah i don't remember i think this was before okay. but yeah, i could be wrong i don't know yeah i don't remember because you know he had done that pluto nash movie and that like totally bombed i thought right oh, that was time, right. yeah that oh, okay. was ooh, that was a bomb <laughs> yes yeah, so i didn't know if this was around that era that kind of made him go you know what i'm gonna bounce for a little bit. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> say it's the late 2000s. I'm not entirely Somewhere, sure when yeah, it was made. Somewhere somewhere, like somewhere in there. Right. But I love it anyway. It's on my number five. It's No Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie? No. Eddie I, remember Murphy's, the, I remember the box art in Blockbuster, but I never, yeah, never saw Eddie it. Murphy is the is the vampire. <laughs> he cracks me up. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. <laughs> He's cursing, talking like vampire. It's amazing. Anyway. All right. So Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Number five. My number five, as I said, was uh, M. Night Shyamalan's. I believe the way you pronounce it, the correct way, is Shyamalan. Oh, is it? I think it's Shyamalan. I would if say Shyamalan. No. I would say Shyamalan, too. Yeah. I've been calling a crab apple. <laughs> <laughs> this next film is by Shyamalama Ding Dong. So hit it. Anyway. No, it's M. Night. I, people give, we've talked about him before. We've talked a little bit about this movie before and stuff. People give him crap, and I he's had some floundering moments and stuff, but... Overall, not this movie. No, overall, I I think I like his stuff, and this movie in particular is fucking amazing. Now, there may be like three of you out there that have never seen this and are like, "Don't <laughs> don't spoil it for me," and and I don't because this is one of those movies that you don't want spoiled for you no. if you've never seen it because the end is incredible. Yep, that's um, what sells it. Yeah, it's the twist. Ooh, what a twist! <laughs> <It's> a twist. <laughs> yeah, so it's got a twist ending thing. Um. I mean, to me, this is just, I'm sure people are going to say there's better movies than that. Dude, to me, this is like what it's about when you're a kid and the fear of ghosts and seeing things and stuff like that. I mean, this is really, they make this so realistic and even the way the kid deals with it and some of his even like irrational ways he deals with it where he's gonna I'm gonna build my little tent to go yeah, into where I'm covers where I'm away. safe and everything and it's but it's all it's all very realistic. 
it raises a lot of questions about the afterlife and what being a ghost can mean depending on the how and why you die and i it's yeah i mean it, the movie's luster is taken away a little bit after you've seen seen it and you've had the end revealed to you and stuff because that's such a big part of it but i've watched it numerous times since and it's still a still fucking very really good movie this is my number two actually oh, oh wow. okay is that high up there oh shit all right fuck yeah sorry i took your number two yeah, you me. sure did <laughs> still my thunder i've only seen it once oh um, from what i liked it when i remember seeing it but i couldn't tell you what happens in the movie other than the ending and oh. some of the kid stuff you're talking about but and you know what and that's the thing i think that because of the ending and the the holy shit moment of the ending that it ended up overshadowing sort of the rest of the movie mm -hmm. go back and watch it again sometime like really watch you it you can kind of see all the clues they give you and, and it's yeah. a and there's not and yeah absolutely but not like, just oh, fuck i missed that <laughs> oh tons of that clever bastards but it's also really like i said it's also just a really thought-provoking movie there's a lot of stuff there are people that have done like real deep you know thesis type and you know analysis of this and it it gets pretty deep into like i said things having to do with the afterlife and what things mean and excuse me and symbolism and stuff in this movie and everything but yeah it's worth it's worth a rewatch so again you know or for that yeah, if you're like Vito and you only saw it the one time or if you're one of the people that's like I never saw it because I already know how it ends and everything I'd say still give it a watch anyway because it's a really good interesting deep movie mm -hmm. and it's acted very well all right that was our number fives all right nice. solid number fives yeah, yeah. Vito number four number four is a 1980 film called the Shining. Oh, okay. now this borderlines the, the the possession thing, but there's more to it than the possession that makes it a ghost movie for me. Right. So okay, it snuck in there a little bit. Yeah, that I I love that movie and stuff, but I had to leave it off because to me, it, in my head, for some reason, I didn't catch on for the longest time that it's a ghost movie. So in my head, it's not a ghost movie. It's more possession and losing your mind yeah well we could just talk about it now even before we move on to the other number fours because that's my number one. Ooh, you stole you stole my number thunder. one and that's a per but that's okay that's that is the one that's the perfect example that knocked my dick in the dirt so to speak <laughs> when i was a lot of dick talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> dirty dick not that but it it uh <laughs> It it was the thing that really threw me for a loop, we'll say, because I had other movies in this list initially, mm -hmm. and then when I started to realize what constituted true ghost movies, and then I thought about, because like you, The Shining didn't automatically come to my mind as a ghost movie, but it completely and utterly is. Oh, absolutely. Completely. It's a ghost movie. Mm -hmm. And then once I realized that and I realized what movie it is and how much I'm like, ah, shit, that's my number one. It's got to be. It's the fucking Shining. I mean, we've talked about the Shining a lot on this show before. If you want to hear us talk more about the Shining, go back and watch and listen to our Stephen King retrospectives. We've done spoof comic video things where we spoof the Shining. We've gone all into it but yeah why, why did it make your number four of you know um just because the other movies i had this kind of fell in that uh that range but the reason i picked this is because there's scenes in this that really creep me out 
Especially the woman in the bathtub. Oh, oh yeah. When he's <laughs> kissing on her and you're like, and you realize it's like, oh my God, dude, what the fuck? Uh, Grady, the, the bartender guy. Yeah, it's great. That, I just, just that visual of you sitting in front of a ghost that's feeding you alcohol. Or if somebody else walked into that room, they wouldn't see anybody. But in your mind, you're talking to a real person mm-hmm. that's not really there. Right. That's getting you drunk, even though you're not physically getting drunk. You just right. think you're getting drunk. It's just, it's a mind fuck, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. One of my honorable mentions is kind of like that. Nice. And the bathroom scene where he's in there talking to him and they're just, I, just. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, it just creeps me out just thinking about it right now. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's tons of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, we we can joke about it. We've joked about it. But, like, even as the hotel starts to reveal itself more and more and seeing, like, the, the people in the, the people, the furries, yeah, people yeah, in the yeah. furry costumes, <laughs> and the, and you kind of laugh at that. But, I mean, but it's the concept of it. It's so, like, that would be such a weird thing to happen upon in real life. But then when you realize they're not even really there and you're like, why am I seeing this? And you just realize that it's like all these, all these ghosts just make up the complete embodiment of the evil or whatever it is or just the the presence you know of that of the overlook hotel and everything yeah this movie when it came out it was panned by a lot of people it like it Mm -hmm. got like razzie awards and shit for being so awful and all this shit and i know stephen king himself didn't like it because it strayed so much from a lot of the source material fuck but it's such an incredible movie it has all the things i love about a movie but like silence when you need silence and suspense mm-hmm. and just the camera work alone in this movie yeah. is fucking amazing but the ghosts and stuff in this movie are the real stars everybody talks about jack nicholson and all that kind of stuff but to me the ghosts are what make this story you know yeah. they're so interesting <laughs> your number four my number one didn't make your list huh no i had the you had to I leave had it cut. off like yeah. you said that was I yeah okay but fair enough fair enough so what's your numero four? My numero four is a movie called The Lovely Bones. Mm. Yes. No, I don't know what that is. And that's the one that reminds me of, of, Mongo. of oh. Lake Mungo okay. in mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Did a little bit. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Talk oh, you're going to go ahead, Mike? Yeah. Um, so this movie was very sad. Mm. It's about a 14-year-old girl. She gets murdered. And you're kind of seeing the movie through her eyes. She's the ghost. You're seeing everything. She's like watching her family um, mourn her and try to move on with their lives. And she's watching her murderer mm-hmm. lives next door oh. and stuff. Like this is everything you know, you know from the start. Okay. Um, and seeing him go on with his life and get away with it and and everything. And you know, it's she just watches on time. Her mom kind of isn't dealing with it so she ends up like disappearing going away for a while abandons her family and then the dad he's like i gotta solve it i gotta solve it the police aren't doing it and like he like delves deep into it and goes in his own thing and it's just so well acted mark Wahlberg Hmm. and uh rachel weiss are the parents okay oh mark you feel so bad for him (laughs) and the the, the little girl i I don't even know her name but she's yeah yeah, she's really good and but it's it's kind of like she's stuck in the middle the in between and because she's not ready to leave her family yet obviously she's kind of like in a purgatory sort Mm -hmm. of thing yeah where she has some like heaven she's in heaven but she's like in between and yeah. so she has 
I don't know, it's really cool how they portray it because mm-hmm. it's it's like her real world, but it's it's not. It's really messed up. It's very rabbit hole kind of thing. Okay. Uh, okay. And there's this other little girl that she's there. She's trying to get her to go on, you know, go to light and everything like that. And she's like, "What are you talking about? Who are you? Where'd you even come from?" In the end, it explains everything. But I'm not gonna give that away. Right. But it's it's basically her journey to figure out her afterlife and coming to terms with it. So she has to do what she needs to do for her family to be able to move on without her. So it's, it's a, it's a very good story. It's very well done. I read the book first and okay. I, I was, I really enjoyed the book. So that made me want to watch the movie and the movie lived, and the up, movie to it. lived up to it. It was, it was very good. The lonely bones, the lovely, bones. the lovely bones. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds really good, actually. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, then I think you really dig the Lake Mungo movie, then. Yeah, because that's pretty much pretty much it. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I'm interested. I know I know enough about the book of Lovely Bones and stuff, and I've read a lot of things about it, and people have told me about it and stuff, but I've never seen the movie. So now, yeah, I need to see that and uh, Old Mungo. <laughs> Got to see Old Mungo Jerry over there, Lake Mungo. Yeah, it's, it has like a sad, happy ending, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's no way it can really have a happy ending. Right, you know? exactly. So. As happy ending as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number four is probably, at least for my list, it's definitely the most obscure, although it's not. It's a mainstream movie in a sense, but it's it's it was basically made more like an indie movie for all practical purposes. Definitely looks like an indie movie in a lot of ways. But it is from 1980. It is a movie called The Fog. Okay, John Carpenter's. Yes. Okay. Have you ever seen the original Fog? No. It's a cool movie, man. Um again, I I I'll, it's hard to explain it. I don't want to give too much away, but it has to do with this coastal town very small little coastal town that suddenly has a fog come rolling in on it one night and you come to find out that this isn't just normal fog it's like it's like a mystical afterlife fog that's bringing with it the spirits of these people that had been wrongfully murdered they were on a ship back in 1880 um there was a guy who i forget his name now Blake or something like that that was he was like the captain and he was like a rich guy but he had like he had leprosy hmm. and I think the, the I, not the death album he had actual leprosy. yeah yeah <laughs> not not leprosy by death from 1988 not he wasn't gonna pull the plug <laughs> that's a death metal reference for you people that don't know what I'm talking about anyway um the, the, the basic concept if I could be messing this up I'm sorry if I am is that he was a guy that he wanted to build the town into like a leper colony. Mm. So he was on this boat and he was bringing like these leper like semen people. Like, <laughs> so, I, I, I like <laughs> you know, <laughs> leper semen was he going to affect impregnate women with leprosy now? What's going on? Here? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is what happens when you start off a show. Talking about dorks and dongs and dicks, okay? That was pretty radical for 1980. I mean, that's... (sighs) (sighs) C-men. 
they're basically they're basically like le- leprosy pirates. Okay. Like leper pirates. Now all right? I get it. Oh, okay. Okay. So they were going to come in and they were going to uh, take this town and turn it into like a leper colony. But there were already people living there in this town and everything. And they were like, fuck that. We don't want we don't want that. You know, that's that's <laughs> wood. Well, you know. But unfortunately, so what what you find out is what they did, they actually like sunk the motherfucker's ship and they all died. Yeah. And it's like and anyway, so and it was basically there were like six dudes that were sort of like in charge of the whole thing that were like lead the town leaders. You know, one was like the leader of the church and one was like the mayor guy and blah, blah, blah. So now it's 100 years later. And all of a sudden, this fog rolls in, and what you find out is it's bringing the ghosts of those people who were wrongfully killed mm-hmm. back to extract their revenge on the people that live there now. And you never really get like a real good look at them; they're always kind of obscured in this mm. fog. And they've got, and the one guy he's got—it's very Captain Hook. He's got this big hook, hook kind of thing, and he <laughs> fucks some people. Yeah. It gets pretty grim, man. I mean, it, out of all these movies, this is definitely the one that gets closest to it's a—it's a horror movie. It's a proper horror film and everything. Um, it's John Carpenter. Yeah. This came after Halloween. It's got. Adrienne Barbeau, it was her first big movie role, and she was married to him at the time. Mm. Um, it's got Jamie Lee Curtis is in it again. Oh, really? She came back and played a smaller role than she did in Halloween, because now by this point she was starting to get to be more of a name. Mm-hmm. And she kind of came back, I guess, sort of almost like as a favor to him, because she loved John so much. She loved working with him and yeah. kind of owes her career. Right, that yeah. uh, her mother, Janet Lee, is in it. The famous actress, she plays. She's she's great in it. She's adds a lot to it, and she's got that old connection, that old Hitchcock and you yeah, know yeah, connection yeah. and everything. Uh, Hal Holbrook's in it. Oh, nice! I love Hal. F- fuck yeah, he plays a very <laughs> important role in there. He plays like the town uh, priest, like head priest guy, and everything. Uh, yeah, a bunch of the people that were in this movie, Barbeau, Holbrook, and them, ended up later being in Creep Show. Yeah. Yep. So there's that <laughs> connection. Um, it's a cool, creepy movie. Now, this was supposed to be a main... It was a mainstream movie. It was a big screen movie and everything, but for all practical purposes, it's an indie film. You know what I mean? Like, there's... Even Carpenter, when he first got done with it, he, like, said he was working on it in the in the cutting room and everything. And he was like, Oh no, (laughs) he's like, this is not nearly good enough. So he had to do a bunch of reshoots and he added, he wanted to add more gore because a lot of the other movies that were out coming out at the time, like scanners and Friday the 13th and all that stuff. It was all gore. We were heading in that. It was the start of the eighties. Yeah. So he gored it up a little bit more. He added some more stuff to help flesh out the story and it did help. I understand it, it's a flawed movie. People are going to probably criticize me and be like, how does this make the top five and everything? Because for me personally, I saw this when I was a kid of all things. And it was, it was good and bad. It was bad because it scared the shit out of yeah. me, but it was good because it wasn't too much okay. for my age. Cause I saw it probably in 1981 or something like that when it went on to pay, pay television mm-hmm. on spectrum or on tv or whatever i watched it and it was the perfect 
at that time. You know, it's just such a good Saturday night popcorn, you know, chiller movie. I love the I, I fog is all always kind of fascinated and freaked me. Even now, when I drive home late at night after a gig or something, and there's a lot of fog, I get creeped out. It's my know? favorite weather phenomenon for sure. Yeah, I just think it's such yeah. a cool thing. <laughs> there's everything's so quiet. Yeah, it's yeah. quiet really and misty, neat. and and it just has such an ethereal kind of like vibe to it, and you don't know. You know, I because my imagination, you know, I'll be driving through the fog and you expect all of a sudden like the fog is going to clear and you're just going to see all these like fucking ghosts like standing there on the road ready yeah, to yeah. fucking behead you or something. <laughs> it, it is. So to Don't me. about deer. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Zombie deer, you know. Oh, okay. But anyway, in all seriousness. So for me, it's more of like a sentimental kind of thing because for a long time, like this is what I thought of when I thought of Carpenter. Because Halloween was something I found a little shortly thereafter. You know, for me, John John Carpenter was the guy that made Dark Star and The Fall. Yeah, okay. That was my first experience and exposure to him, so... So yeah, it's it's a cool movie. If you're looking for something like that, I, I know there's probably some people that have never seen it. If you're open to, like, older movies, if you like Carpenter and stuff, it, it I don't think it's going to disappoint you. It may not be the best, but... They it's, remade it with the um, the Smallville guy, right? Yeah, yeah, and and I I only saw like little bits and snippets of it, but it didn't do well. People did not care yeah. for it. They made it into more like a teen oh. horror movie kind wow. of thing, and this isn't that. You know, it's this is this is really this is really cool. I love the setting of it because it's in this coastal town, and Adrienne Barbeau is like uh, she's a radio DJ that mm-hmm. broadcasts from the top of a uh, light tower. Mm. Like an actual nice. light tower and stuff, so it's it's really cool, man. It's got a lot of like really cool vibe to it. Great cast, so check it out. Yeah. Nice. Sounds like a horror movie I can handle. Yeah, it's got some parts where you're gonna ugh, some grisly parts in it, you know, but they're not like massive. It doesn't. It's not. It's not like now where these movies where it's like ninety minutes of just blood and gore and brutality. Yeah, yeah I don't want that. It's, it's not like that. No. Okay. So. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. All right, moving on to number three, Vito. Uh, I've got a film from 1999 called Stir of Echoes. Nice. Starring Kevin Bacon. That didn't make my list, but it almost did. I've never seen that, but I want to. Oh, it's great. All right. Yeah. interested to hear more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Megan? I went with the 1984 movie Ghostbusters. Yep, that's my number three. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So we've got stir of echoes and a couple of Ghostbusters because Bustin makes me feel good. Oh lord! Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'll put away my Ray Parker Jr. for a moment. Let's talk about stir of echoes. So this movie, man, this is one of my favorite Kevin Bacon movies by far. Wow. He is so good in this movie, man. 
Um, so basically, the story is a couple, Kevin Bacon and his wife and their young son, move into the Chicago town. And you, he is very skeptical when it comes to ghosts and stuff like that. His, his sister-in-law decides, all right, I'm going to hypnotize you and make you open your mind to yeah. be open to all these other things. So he's like, yeah, whatever, screw you. We'll do it for a gag. But he gets hypnotized, and she puts this suggestion in his head to be more open-minded. Well, it works. <laughs> and he gets these visions of this girl who was murdered. And it's a whole murder mystery. Of right. He's got to try to solve what happened to this girl. And you find out as the movie goes on what happened, what's been going on in this neighborhood that they just moved into. And it's this whole thing. And you're like, holy shit, man, this is crazy. There's some fighting between him and his wife. He gets really obsessed with this. And he has to dig and find out what is going on. And I'll just leave it at that. Damn, that sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so good, Megan. All right. It's based off a book. You just have to give me your list (laughs) so I can just check all these out. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's good. I haven't seen it it in years, but that was one that I that when I when I was looking up movies and I saw that I was like, oh fuck, that's a good movie that could have possibly made my list if I would have had more time to go back and review that and everything. But I just remember it being, yeah, I think it's one of. It's got its detractors too. There's some people that don't like stir of echoes and stuff, and but I. I thought it was a great movie. I think it's one of the best movies of the 90s. Wow. Okay. At least the late 90s. There was a sequel, but I have not seen the sequel. So that might be better. I don't know. But For you, it could be. I'm going to say no, because this movie's pretty damn good. Wow. Yeah. What is, what's the sequel called? Is it like Base to the Echoes? First, you stir the echoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, then, you, it's then just, you fold it. It's like Stir of Echoes with like a tagline, and I forgot what, oh. what the tagline is. But. Uh, that is very early 2000s to yeah, do that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like like Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. and yeah. It's actually Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. They didn't even put Project, it's just Blair Witch 2. Which I love. Sorry, I had the lines backwards, yeah. and we know that Vito. Was That's gonna... my movie, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I got to correct you on it. I'm sorry because it's way better than the first Blair Witch movie. I said it. Are you hearing this at home, everybody? Did you just say that? I did. Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows is a much better film than the Blair Witch Project. Fight me. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah. Let's Sorry, we've got to restrain Megan here. <laughs> Well, hey, oh, so each yeah. their own, man. You know yeah. that's fine. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, Stir of Echoes. Yeah, there's a, it, it's good casting. It's a really cool story. The way it it unravels and everything. Yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. I will be. Okay, you bet your bottom dollar on that. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've got the we've got Tizies. We tied up. So number uh, three is our Ghostbusters. Go ahead, go for it. Who are you going to call? I'm going to call Ghostbusters, apparently. Okay, you're going to call Ghostbusters. I'm calling them up right now. <laughs> so, I mean, this, yeah. this movie, I just watched it again the other night, and it's I don't, it holds up for me. After yeah, all these it's years, still it's funny. It's still fucking funny as yeah, hell. It yeah, it's still very funny. I mean, it's it's obviously dated and everything, but oh, I, yeah. that that's what makes it so great. I still laugh at the State Puff Marshmallow Man. I'm, st- I'm still... I'm still 11 years old. <laughs> when I went and saw, I went and saw it with my family, and I went and saw it with our family friends, Marianne. You know, Marianne, mm-hmm. Marianne, and Jim and her kids, 
And we went and saw it at a theater down in Princeton, Kentucky, okay. actually. You know, you were just right I was by just there. there, yep. And everything. And uh, went and saw it at a theater down there that summer, summer of 84. It was a good summer, man. That was a really good summer. A lot of fun. That movie, I laughed so freaking hard at that movie. Like, we walked out of that movie, just me and Mike, my friend Michael, we walked out of that movie just like, sold like mm-hmm. I, like i couldn't wait to see it again i mean yeah it's one of those quintessential things you say ghost movie and people say ghostbusters, ghostbusters yeah and i saw it as a much younger age than you so i found it scary funny and scary at the same time and that's perfect for me yeah i didn't think it was scary at all i was by 11 uh, there's nothing I, there were parts that were suspenseful like tense because you're like oh shit how are they gonna get out of this kind of thing like mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm I'm gonna take that back. You I, take it back. <laughs> I found the uh, the dogs, the do- yeah, demon dogs. Yeah, that end scene with that. The demon That's dogs. Very scary. Oh, Gozer. Yeah, go- yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Or not Gozer. Um, what's the the dog's name? Is something else? Yeah, is it Gozer the Gozer? Oh, it is Gozer. Yeah. Gozer. Yeah. Always everything. makes you think of Bulga the Bulgarian. That's what I used to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Bulga the Bulgarian. <laughs> Gozer the Gozerian. Oh boy. <laughs> We're not going to explain that story. <laughs> Leave that for another I'm time. I'm clueless too, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. fine. But it, but yeah, I remember seeing that, and I was like, like at that, I was like, oh, that's pretty creepy, you know, when it's chasing after Rick Moranis and everything. Mm-hmm. All right, who brought <laughs> the dog? <laughs> for me, Rick Moranis like steals that film. I, I love think him. He's great. Oh yeah. F- fucking incredible cast. Oh yeah, for and sure. And that's the other thing about about Ghostbusters. It's another one of those ones where you're like, this movie was cast perfectly. Perfect. Yeah. Rick Moranis, Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis. Harold, Harold Ramis. Ramis. Yes. Sorry, I just had a complete <laughs> blackout there. What the hell was wrong with me? Harold Ramis, who's the genius behind a lot of that, and yeah. the genius behind a lot of uh, uh, Animal House, all that stripes, all that stuff. Um. He was my favorite. Egon. Growing up, he was my favorite. Yeah. It's such a crush on Egon. <laughs> oh, go figure. <laughs> that is that is so appropriate for you. <laughs> the nerdiest of them all would be the one. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, just great cast. It's still funny. Even the sequel, not as good as the first one, but still um, pretty good. good. Oh no, here we go. Here we go again. Sequel, man. I think the second one is funnier than the first one, to be honest with you. Um, it might be funnier. Funnier at times. Dude, there's some scenes in the second one that just crack my ass up, man. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this. The second one, if it falls behind at all for me, because it holds up real well, the ending is with the Statue of yeah, Liberty and then yeah. singing, the band is singing, yeah. put a little love it or whatever it was, and you know, singing the song together. That was that, that doesn't match up to the Stay Puft no, Marshmallow Man. not at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. That's just that's just my, especially when I was a kid. Although who am I kidding? My humor hasn't changed that much. <laughs> that's just my kind of humor. When he's sitting there, and then and, and all of a sudden you hear that's the music, then the stomping and everything, and then you see this big goofy ass looking Stay Puft guy, and it's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was my favorite thing as a child. Like like I that was just so my humor. I was crying with laughter and it's so i still have a soft spot for it but yeah soft spot soft mm-hmm. like stay puff uh-huh. yeah he's pretty soft but i felt bad for stay puff when they had to when they, when they, yeah. when they blasted him you know yeah. poor stay puff 
But he smelled good, though. Well, Megan, that would be that would literally terrify her because she does not like marshmallows. I'm not fond of marshmallows. Yeah. A burnt marshmallow I like, though, so I don't well, mind if he gets blown up. I was going to say, Stay Puff was pretty burnt by yeah, the end. Yeah, so I you like might burnt not marshmallows, so we're good there. That was a lot of it, though. That was a lot. And then, of course, Slimer. I love Slimer. <laughs> Slimer's great. <laughs> but, all right, moving on, number two. So mine is a movie from 1959 called House on Haunted Hill, starring oh, nice. Vincent Price. I okay. thought about that one, too, man. That's a good movie. It is. Goofy. A little, but yeah, but a little it's bit. a 50s movie, so I mean, yeah. it's... Yeah, that's cool. All right, I'll be interested to hear what you got to say about that. Megan, what is your number two? Um, we talked about my number two, The Sixth Sense. Oh, right, right. Yep, yep, yep. My number two is the most recent movie on my list. Mm. It is a little movie that came out in November of 2019. And it's one that all three of us went and saw at the movie theater. It is none other than fucking Dr. Sleep. Nice. Because that movie just fucking rules. That's my favorite movie from 2019. (laughs) Oh, man. It was my second favorite movie from 2019. (laughs) Fair. There are some real good movies in 2019. I wouldn't say this is my favorite, but it's probably top three. This is my favorite, hands down. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, do we want? Do you want to get into talking about uh, your number two? Sure. Let's All do right. It. So, House on Haunted Hill. Good old Vincent Price. Yeah. So this is a movie. When I was a kid, I would rent this from the library because I was really into like black and white films. And this movie is set up as a ghost movie, but technically, well, I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. <laughs> it does fall in the ghost category for me. Um, this is why I didn't include it. Yeah. There. There's. It is, yeah, there's some controversy there with that, but <laughs> But for me, it's the premise of a ghost movie. It's basically a bunch of people get seduced into coming this to this house to spend the night, and at the end of the night, I forgot the dollar amount in this version. It's probably like $100,000 mm-hmm. in 59 money. That's probably pretty good. That's a lot of money. Uh, there was That's a remake a in 99, <laughs> which I think was like a million dollars or something like that, but yeah. they have to spend the night, and they cannot leave the house, or they don't get any money, and- this husband, which is Vincent Price and his wife, set up this murder party, and just stuff goes wrong, and they yeah. think there's ghosts and stuff, and you see there's this weird tension between Vincent Price and his wife, and they really want to like kill each other, and there's this whole mystery involved, and there's a goofy scene in the basement with this old woman that just cracks me up, <laughs> and I guess for 1959, it was a terrifying scene, but if yeah. you watch it now, it's like... I know exactly Holy what you're talking shit. about. <laughs> it's, something, it's something we would do in one of our teasers. Oh, yeah. yeah it's There's so man. many things in this movie. The skeleton. and so, Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, it, there's, you know, I, 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 I might be wrong. I think this, yeah, this had to be the movie that back when this came out in the theaters, they did a whole thing where they actually hooked up like a skeleton to like some wires in the, some of the theaters. And then, oh, like at a no. certain time, no, 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 they no. would have a skeleton no, come no, swinging no, down. No, no, no. You wouldn't no. like that, no. so they could still get you with that. They would huh? still, yeah. I'd run you over to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Later, guys. I'm out. Yeah, dude. It, wait in the car. Apparently, it was pretty funny when awesome. it happened. They would lower this down, and people were like, ah, you know, <laughs> Scaravision or something. Nice. I forget there was a name for it, but all those '50s theater gags, dude, they're awesome. <laughs> 
kind of miss it, you know. I mean, I love modern movies and the and the movie theaters. I know a lot of people have been debating about like, oh, if I close all these movie theaters, does anybody really care? Who likes going to movies anymore? I do, man. I do. I mean, I can't say I go see all all the time, but you know, we go a few times, several times a year. It's it's a different experience. Yeah. And there's some movies that I enjoy more because I saw it at the theater. Yep. I firmly mm-hmm. believe that. I think a lot of those old movies are that's like an important factor. I think people have to remember they were made to be played in a dark movie theater on a big yeah. screen has a different feeling than if you were watching it on Saturday TV. afternoon at two in the afternoon on your couch with the <laughs> blinds open, you know, it's yeah, a different, and, different and, experience. And exactly. <laughs> Especially those old ones like that. Yeah. Yeah. Vincent Price was great. Yeah, man. dude. Yeah. I don't think I've seen this one. I, another one I need to check out. It's a Sounds classic. Like. Yeah, it's a classic. Absolute yeah. classic. Yeah. And like I said, there's a 99 remake that I actually really enjoy. There's some really like really awesome visuals in that one i can't remember if i saw it there's a part of me that says oh you saw that but but i'm trying to remember it now and i can't remember it so i guess i may as well have not seen it yeah Yeah, i wouldn't mind seeing checking that out but that's a solid suggestion all right so megan your number two was the awesome amazing the sixth sense yeah so we already talked about that so we'll move on to my number two which is the awesome and amazing doctor sleep so for those that don't know i'm sure most of you probably know doctor sleep was a long 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 awaited follow-up to the shining uh there was a book that was a the, the first yeah great book that came out first that Stephen King wrote um, as a proper follow-up to the Shining book. And then they had a problem when it came to Mm -hmm. making this movie because then the problem was, well, if we make this movie, how do we do this? Are we going to make it an adaptation of the book, which is going to leave out a lot of the stuff from the Shining movie because the Shining movie and the Shining book were so different from one another. Mm -hmm. Or do we make it a sequel to The Shining movie and then we're going to leave out all these important things from the book? And they came up with, and we talked about this when we did our review, they came up with the perfect way to combine both. And that's the way it should be done. Yes. I thought they did an incredible job. I loved that movie. Even even knowing what was basically more or less going to happen... Kind of, because, you know, I know the book. I knew what happened in the book. And I spoiled some things for me, as, as usual. Of course you did. Because I'm a spoiler. I, I always spoil things. But even kind of generally knowing a lot of stuff, you know, about it, it still was extremely tense. And, you know, I don't think there was a lot of talking between the three of us when we watched that no, movie. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, right. Other, so good. other than at times being like, dude, dude, look, 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 you know, kind of like, holy shit, look at that reference, you know, yeah. when especially when he gets back to the overlook mm-hmm. at yeah. the end and stuff. Spoiler alert a little bit. But when he goes back to the hotel and the dun, 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 they start playing that music and you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> like, dude, we're there. We're back at the fucking, you know, like it's, you know, 40 years later. It's such a good movie. It's another one that in some respects it bears a little bit of similarity to Sixth Sense when you think about it. Yeah. 
because Sixth Sense, yeah, when you think about the girl, the young girl, and she can see ghosts and and she can because she's got the shining and she's got part of the shining is being able to talk to people that are not of this plane of existence Mm -hmm. and certain thing and then certain little things that happen at the end i don't want to get into within it kind of reminded me a little bit of the end of sixth sense although not as much of a surprise not as much of a surprise to us but it still had a little bit of the same feeling to it um I don't know. Like I said, it's just one of those things, man. We've talked about it in such great detail. I feel like I'd just be repeating myself, but yeah, me too. What a fucking good movie, and it didn't do well. No, that's dumb. They were gonna make another one. Really? They were gonna. They were talking about making another movie, probably continuing on with her. Now, maybe as she gets older or something, and like can you know her continuing the story somehow. They were going to continue on and do another one, but the movie did so badly, now they've shelved it. I'm like, motherfuckers, you people disappoint me so badly. Cause <laughs> it we... will, maybe it'll be like The Shining where it, people come to the senses later. And if I understand correctly, and I maybe I'm wrong, but I thought there's like a, there's like a director's cut of this. There's like an extended director's cut out. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard is that there's a director's cut of this that adds a bunch more stuff. And Mm. it's like, oh, really? shit. Yeah. And if I like I said, now, I don't know if that's been like officially released, if that's on like a a Blu-ray or a DVD or something like that, or if that was something that kind of leaked out. Mm. I have no idea. You people might know better than me. Let us know because we would definitely want it. Yeah, (laughs) we'd definitely like to know. But if there's an extended cut, that would be amazing because there was still a lot of things that had to kind of get left out. Right. But everything about this movie, again, the cinematography, the way it was shot, the way it was acted, the tension, fuck, it was such a tense movie. Yeah, yeah I was real curious to see, because so much of it happens in their heads. Right, right. It's like, how are they going to portray this? And it The astral projection, amazing. the that astral projection awesome. and all that, they did yeah. such a good job with that. And I feel like some of the things that were scary in The Shining... They actually made even more, dude. The woman in the bathtub. Yeah. What they did with her in this and Doctor Sleep, like at the very end. Again, it's not giving away too much, but at the very end, when the girl looks over to her bathroom after everything's happened, and then all of a sudden that door opens and that old lady <laughs> creeps over, looking. It's like holy fuck, yeah. man. That's so awful. <laughs> you know, like that's so. It makes me. I always think of that. Sorry, Vito. I always think of that with your bathroom down at the end of the hallway. Yeah, because the way it's laid out in the tub, I'm always. Th- oh man, I'm not gonna be able to do that. <laughs> I can't go upstairs. Now. <laughs> yeah, Ew. I always think of that. Like, yeah, we need to spoof that sometimes <laughs> somehow. <laughs> but oh, I can come up with some real doozies for that one. Again, much like The Shining, I, I wasn't sure about it being on the list but then when i really thought about it i'm like now the shining is i made the shining my number one because that's even more of a ghost story Mm -hmm. to me yes i agree then dr sleep Mm -hmm. dr sleep deals with a lot of other things too but still ultimately at the core of it especially once they get into the overlook stuff again yes it deals with ghosts and they're very important you know, oh, yeah. and well, there's other ghosts and stuff too. Throughout. But again, I don't want to give away too much. I really, people, give it a chance. I really want you to see Doctor Sleep. You know, if you like the original Shining and stuff, man, 
give it a fucking chance. Plus, it's got Ewan McGregor in it, and he's just a god to me. So, <laughs> enough said. But anyway. The little girl was amazing in that as well. Oh, she was yeah, wonderful. She Again, so I said the casting of this, so good. So damn good. But anyway, yeah. um, you cared about these characters, and that's... We talk about that a lot with movies we that sure we do. review and debate is whether or not you end up giving a damn about the characters and you give a damn about the, all the characters in this. You even at times have a little bit of empathy for the the villains, mm-hmm. for Rose the Hat and everything. There's points where you go, yeah, I kind of feel bad. And then you go, oh, no, she's yeah, horrible. She's, <laughs> she's fucking horrible. But that's that's yeah, a good you story. You missed the bad scene. Mm. Oh no! I know all about yeah, it. I yeah, know. yeah, that was rough, man. That was. That was tough. <laughs> I could hear. Yeah, I walked out of the theater at the right time because there's this horrible scene that involves this little boy. Oof! And I walked out to go to the bathroom, and I could hear it through the wall because the bathroom was right next to our our theater, and everything. And just hearing it, and I already knew from the book. I already knew what happened and everything. Just hearing it, I was like, oh. God, I'm not yeah. sorry. I'm not watching this. Yeah, I think both me and Vita were watching through. Our yeah, fingers. that was like, oh my god. Oh, I and I did. W- I did watch it later when I watched the home the video of okay. it. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was still awful. Just awful. Yeah, it's hard to have empathy for those people after that. After that's that, for sure. especially, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so that's my number two, man. You know, solid. Yeah, it is solid. Unlike a ghost, <laughs> which is not. Nope, sure isn't. <laughs> All right, number one. We're down to number one. Well, this is a movie I have talked about before on this show. It's from 2002. A little movie called Ghost Ship. Oh, it had to be on there. (laughs) Had to be Vito and his ghost ship. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. Megan, your number one. Uh, My number one is a little movie we've talked about before, but it has to be my number one because it's my all time favorite movie, and that is Beetlejuice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah now we're not all gonna join hands around the oh, dayoing and jumping the line and we're not gonna rock your body on time okay i believe you anyway so of course you know it's funny because i didn't even think of it until you just said that i was like oh of course beetlejuice has to be on here and that's a total ghost movie totally completely i mean that's the whole yeah okay it's funny, I didn't even... I mean, I know we talked about these before, and it was like Beetlejuice, but I don't know why that slipped my mind. There's other it movies... It did mine for a while, actually. I was like, wait a minute. There's other movies that... Duh. So that's your whole list. There's other movies you did not list that I am stunned didn't make your I list. I several honorable <laughs> mentions. <laughs> There's going to have to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, then my number one is we already talked about at length was The Shining, so I'm out. out. At least until we get to the honorable mentions. <laughs> so Vito... You know, lay us lay it on us with a little bit of ghost ship. Ghost ship. I love the idea of a ship that's been lost at sea and people find it. Mm-hmm. And in this instance, there's ghosts on board the ship, hence the name ghost ship. And I just think the story of this is so well done and the idea of the story is just amazing. I'll I'll kind of spoil some things about it, but a group of um salvagers get a tip that there's this huge ship in the middle of the ocean and it could be theirs and they could have all the rights to it and earn a shit ton of money for it. So they decide to go there. They get on the ship. A bunch of bad stuff happens. You find out that there's this gold that was on the ship and there was some greed that happened and people got murdered over this gold. Well, they didn't just get murdered. They got stuck on the ship and are now on the ship 
terrorizing this crew, and there's a guy that's been orchestrating this whole thing for a specific plan, and I think that plan is awesome. Okay. And I won't spoil that part of it, but that's like the gist of the movie. Okay. Visually, I think this is a great film. I think the cast is awesome. Acting is great. And it's just, it's one of those movies where I like, I always want to watch it no matter what kind of mood I'm in. I can always put it on and enjoy it, you know? Nice. Yeah. You do love that movie. I do. Yeah. You've talked about it a lot. I'm like, we've already, (laughs) it's not quite my kind of movie. (laughs) I've seen, I've never sat and watched the whole movie in one sitting. I've seen pieces of it. I've and seen the infamous beginning. Oh, the the intro to this movie is one of the greatest horror film <laughs> scenes ever so put on the tape, man. <laughs> so ridiculous, but it's it's one of those holy shit moments, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. It's not your kind of movie, Megan. No. No, not Especially that part. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, it's grim. It it starts off on a grim foot. <laughs> this isn't the one where they're like half stuck. No. What is that? It's decapitations. Are you thinking about oh. the Philadelphia experiment? That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Vito's like, yeah. <laughs> if you it. can't tell folks, Vito <laughs> likes his his grim uh grim outcomes in movies. He's definitely the more horror. But that thing. was based on a true story. True, yeah, no, it's, it's still horror. There's, Supposedly a true story. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> We haven't done a real talk yeah. in a while. It's yeah. like we're getting into some real talk. But all right, Megan, your uh, your number one was old Beetle guys. Beetlejuice. Don't say it. Don't do it three times. Beetle. I won't do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's showtime. <laughs> I don't know. This movie is just amazing to me. It's funny. It's fun. Michael Keaton's fucking amazing in it. Yeah. Winona Ryder is amazing yeah. in it. I love the couple. I can't. The oh, the couple. The, yeah. With uh, Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. And, um, yeah. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. Alec Baldwin and Gina, Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yeah. Yep. That's it. I, I love them as the couple. I love the pain in the ass couple that moves in. I just love everybody. I love the idea that. I love the music. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it really was. I mean, we had other movies before that, Pee Wee and all that stuff, but this was the one that really introduced Maine America and the world to the Tim Burton style. Yeah. You know, and I loved the fact that it took, it was like the afterlife and everything was so kind of morbid and odd, but. Not in the usual way of heaven and hell and all this stuff. It was just more like an abstract painting or something like that. And like, it was like fun at the same time. It, you was, know, it was fun, <laughs> but funky but, hallway with yeah. all the doors and <laughs> seeing the one you're like, ooh. Yeah, and it was kind of one of those things where you'd wear one of these things where you're like not sure if you're supposed to be scared or if it's supposed to make you laugh. And you know, I mean, in that world, you know, even if you were in that world, it's like. You know, and and Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin's characters are like, they're such nice people, but meanwhile, but they're fucking dead and they're ghosts and they can be scary if they want to be. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to be. But they don't necessarily want to be. And it just, the whole thing is just odd. And then it's like, and what exactly is Beetlejuice? They never really like explain to you because everybody else you see in the afterlife is a ghost. Is basically, was 
somebody. They were either a normal coupler, or they were a headhunter from the jungle, or they were a football team yeah. that died in a crash, <laughs> or it was it was all these like normal people. But then Beetlejuice himself was like this other weird. He a wasn't worldly guy. Yeah, he wasn't really. Like he's not. He's a not human. A demon, but he's not human was right. he like a, an exterminator but for like humans or something i forgot what this title was and it was some kind of weird right? thing like that yeah and it yeah. was and then the idea that this really odd family would move in there mm-hmm. you know just totally odd family and it was like perfect it was funny that the family that moved in there was more strange and morbid than the dead people that were inhabiting the house. It was yeah. like that little flip, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Love it. Obviously, we've talked about this a lot. We did a whole feature just a couple months ago. We did a whole thing talking all about Tim Burton movies. So if you want to hear us talk a little bit more about it, it's in there, especially since it's Megan's favorite and everything. Um, and that's it. That's it, folks. That is the list. Yeah, it was a good list. It was a good list, yeah. A lot of, some crossover, but a lot of variety. Covered Mm -hmm. a lot of ground. But we're not completely done quickly. Wait, that's not all. But wait, there's more. (laughs) Tell Tell them, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Great dorky minds think alike. (laughs) All right, Vito, why don't you lay it on us? I'm sure you've got some... uh, Honorable mentions. Yeah, I've and got stuff. a couple here. Okay. Um, one is the movie Ghost. Yeah, I can't that's believe well. that didn't make Megan's list. Yeah, that's mine as well. Fucking, it, it, got, it just barely got knocked out. Swayze. I know, I know. And then it's made even more poignant by the fact that he is a ghost. I know. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like he knew. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you're making a pot and you just feel a little bit strange, like there might be some behind you. Oh, that'd be you. fucking amazing, man. <laughs> it might be a little touch of the Swayze. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Totally okay. I loved Patrick Swayze. I'm not, I'm not trying to make fun of him, man. He was, what a fucking cool dude, mm-hmm. you know, sad what happened to him in the movie yeah. and in real life. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. That's a great movie. The man. reason it didn't make my list is I haven't seen this movie in years, guys. Okay. So it's yeah, like same. Yeah, I, I had know, a few like that. I, I know if same. I saw it again, I'd probably be like, oh, dude, I got to put this on the list. But it's been forever since I saw it. I just remember as a kid, another library rental for me. Yeah, and I used to love the shit out of it, man. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah, this isn't yeah. one I think I would just sit down and watch. I'd have to be in the mood to yeah, watch it, and that's sure. why it got knocked fair, out. Fair enough. But th- I mean, the whole thing with the with the when the the dark presence Dude, when that scared come, me so yeah, come for you yeah. like the guy in the train and shit oh, oh yeah, man yeah. yeah i mean it's it's not a horror movie but it's it's, it's got, got its moments yeah it's yeah. got its real creepy moments yeah that's solid yeah uh ghostbusters 2 okay we already <laughs> talked <laughs> about that <laughs> yeah. scary movie 2 which is a comedy oh good mm, god oh my god okay <laughs> those fucking movies not my thing. You would think they would be, but I I can't say that. If we were on a tour bus or a plane somewhere and I was for it, I'd watch it and laugh at some of it, but it's so stupid. I know, but dude, man, Michelle, Andy, like a bunch of us would watch this movie literally like every weekend for like a year straight. And we oh, just, gosh. Yeah, and we, we know every line in this film. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time, dude. Um, a movie I recently watched last weekend, I think, with Michelle was Witchboard from 1986. Oh, you remember that movie? I forgot all about that yeah. movie. Holy shit! 
So part of this does deal with a, a possession towards the end. Right. So it's a borderline movie, but it's pretty damn awesome, dude. It's really Holy fun. cow. <laughs> oh, I got to look that one up again. It's been, I haven't seen it since then. Fucking witchboard. No yeah, shit. All right. That's a good one to pull out. And then my last one is another borderline, which is Ghosts of Mars by oh, John Carpenter. Oh, I thought about that one, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, that could, yeah. Yeah, but it has Ghosts in the title and Mars, which <laughs> I, I'm going to put any movie about Mars on the list that yeah, I can. Yeah, I was just so. going to say, we've already <laughs> talked about, we talked about Mars movies a long time ago. Yeah. Like, I, Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. One of yeah. our first ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah first-ish, yeah. All right, those are solid. Those are definitely good honorables. Those are very honorable, honorable mentions. <laughs> Megan, I know you probably have five million of them. I, so. <laughs> well, so, some of them we've already talked about, Ghost being okay. one of them. Um, I had Doctor Sleep and The Shining, which okay. we talked about why I knocked them out. Okay. But they're still amazing movies. Yep. Um, I love fucking Casper. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it the other day. It's still amazing. Love it. With uh, Christina Ricci? Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Right. Super fun. Adorable. <laughs> Love it. And um, this one just barely, I had it in there and I had to flip it out of there at the last second. Um, Filled of Dreams with Kevin Costner. Dude, now. Fucking really? amazing. That's, that's a, it's all about ghosts. It's all about ghosts. See, I've never seen it. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess it would be, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole premise of the movie. And I almost, that's an honorable mention for me. That almost, I went back and forth on it. The only reason I didn't include it is because even though it's very much about ghosts and even though it's a very good movie, I feel like for me, the the ghosts, I, I, this is going to sound stupid to people. They're going to be like, of course it's about but to me, like the ghosts weren't that ultimately, it didn't matter that much. It didn't feel like it's not a ghost story. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, there's they're obviously ghosts, and they're very important because they're guiding and them, and, and the ghosts that are inhabiting that field and everything, and blah blah blah. But it just, it was just one of those. By all rights, it could and should be in the list. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't one that jumped out to me as being like ghost movie you know even though it is it's i don't totally i don't have a good excuse for it not being in there i just yeah and that's one where i was talking about it mentions where you could certain people could see them they can talk with them interact with them and everything like they're really there like the shining uh bartender guy yeah, yeah. but other people can't see them like, so what are you talking about crazy. they're right there oh, yeah okay. you're just yeah. batshit crazy until they is that the them. if you build it they will come yes movie? Mm -hmm. okay yeah yep yep, yep. Right. Like he will come Oh, okay. Well, they reveal that later. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what the they first, say. Yeah, but he thinks it's they, and then he kind of finds well, yeah, out that it's really... Yeah, he always says he, and because he really, thinks it's the ball player he, not Yeah, the don't he. spoil it. I'm not. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Is that it? Is that all your... Um, I, I, I said I wouldn't do it, but I am. Anyway, I am putting 1408 on there, because I fucking love okay. that movie. We yeah. talked about that in the Stephen King. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but oh, it should love be it. in there. It's in a lot of people's lists. Yep, it's in there. From what I saw, and it's online. only down in honorable mentions because we already talked about it. Right, but that's another one might like Field of Dreams or Ghost that if this was a top ten, easily Easy. would have been in. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. All right, uh, honorable mentions. Like I said, Ghost would have been one of them. Field of Dreams was in there. Uh, another movie that 
I, I again, it's a. I left it off because I was just like, oh yeah, okay, I guess it's technically ghosts, but I don't know. It's one of those kind of weird, nebulous things where you don't completely understand what he's supposed to be. I meant want to mention 1994, I believe it was a 94. 94's The Crow. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which you know, I love The Crow. Loved that movie. Um, amazing movie. Yeah, I mean, essentially, he's a ghost. You know, I mean. I, I don't know what else you would really call him, but he's able to be seen by pretty much anybody, you know, like everybody in the movie sees him and he can do well, stuff. If a ghost wants to be seen, they'll be seen. And he can be hurt and stuff. And that's that's why I'm sort of like, well, but he's dead. I, I don't understand exactly what he is. It's I, Is he und- I don't know what it exactly he is. It's It's kind of a weird... Things so because of that I left it off because I was like I can't really another one I want to mention real quick that I remembered was it's it's a favorite movie of mine that I almost forgot about and the and I left it off and I'll explain why is 1990s Flatliners oh okay have you ever seen that movie I know about it but I have not seen it. it's Ooh, with uh, Kiefer Sutherland yeah, yeah okay yeah you should see it yeah you'd probably like yeah. it both of you I think guys, you've told me that before both of you guys would probably really like this movie yeah um. And the only reason I don't didn't include it was because my I, my first it was actually in the my top five, and at first, mm-hmm. but then the more I thought about it, I said, well, the problem with it is kind of in a sense sort of like what we said about other movies like uh like the uh, Vincent Price movie is that it's like, mm, is it technically ghosts really or is it more the way it's being what you're being led to believe. And it doesn't, some of it doesn't completely get clearly answered. And because of that, I said, I'm going to leave it off. And instead, and in its place, I put the fog because mm-hmm. I remembered the fog from my childhood. And yeah. I said, okay, that's, that's legit ghosts. That felt more proper on the list. But I'll be talking about Flatliners another time. It'll definitely come up in some other discussion because, because of what it deals with, because it deals with, um, People that it's about it's a movie about med students that flatline themselves intentionally to try and see what's on the other side. And then they bring themselves back in just enough time. It's all these like reckless experimental healthy med (laughs) students. No, it's not at all. Well, but they get into that. And it and much like kind of like in Stir of Echoes, it deals with opening up parts of your mind and what what would that do and Mm. what would you be able to see and different things that happen with reality and anyway so i left that off and then real quick one last thing i just want to mention and the only reason this didn't make the list is because we were talking specifically about movies and not television shows because television shows could be a whole other thing mm-hmm. that maybe we'll do another time we'll talk yeah. more about television shows but i had to mention the recent netflix series the haunting of hill house oh. That was good. I heard that was good. Yeah, that was watched, real good. I watched the whole series at least twice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, watched the whole thing twice. Real good. And the new season's coming out soon. Yeah, well, that's going to be Bly House. Yeah. It's another one of these they're doing it sort of like um, American Horror Story, it seems like. Right. It's kind of American Horror Story ish where it's going to be a new story, but it's going to have a lot of the same actors mm. playing different characters. That's cool. So keep reusing. So and yeah, and it's good because the casting was really good. They did a great job with the casting and making you hate people that you're supposed to hate and, you know, feel empathy for people you're supposed to feel sorry for. Or both at the same time. 
a lot of that in this and and it's and the the show goes back and forth where it's it's you're in modern times you're back 30 years ago you're in modern time it, and that gets a little difficult at times like figuring out what's going on sometimes you're like you you can get it that's why I watched it twice hmm. I enjoyed it more the second time so you gave me a heads up so I knew to look for that so. yeah 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 we we let you know a little bit more about that but watching it the first time I was like I'm confused I don't understand and how did this but once I watched it a second time I all my questions were answered and stuff. Really, really good. So if you're looking for something like that to binge, you're in the mood for something that's ghosty, but it's not it's not like gruesome. No. It's suspense. I could handle it. Psychological. Buddy, really like haunted houses and all that kind of stuff. This is this is it for you. It's not cheesy or cornball at all. Uh-uh. It's very no. it's very serious. Depressing <laughs> at times, yeah. So then that's it, man. So all right. This was a good one. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. A lot of ones bringing up ones that some of us need to see that know. they'd never saw and ones that I forgot about and like, oh, I need to go back and watch that again. Or, yeah, that's always the best when we are like, oh, okay, you know, like we have time to watch even more shit than we already <laughs> have on our list. But we'll make time. <laughs> we always, we always try at least. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for checking it out. Thanks for listening and watching. Um, make sure, as usual, please like, hit subscribe, hit that little bell. Ring that bell! <laughs> um, and so that you get updated, um, you know, let other people know about the show. Please share this around. Rate us if you're so inclined. We need ratings. At this point, to give us a bad rating. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Just give us a fucking rating, you know, because <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. So... Leave us a comment of your favorites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you disagree, yeah, and if you're pissed that we didn't include angels in the outfield or <laughs> angels in the end zone, well, you can also let us know those in the comments below. We won't care, <laughs> but you can still let us know. Angels in the outfield. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. Wow, that's not really ghosts, is it? It's angels. Well, like angels are ghosts, right? They're uh, a spirit. Yeah, I, I don't know. See, that's a whole yeah, other thing. Yeah. We got to start the show all over again. I think we just got to start. Throw it out. (laughs) Yep. Here we go. We'll see you again very soon, folks. Thanks for checking it out. And see you. Adios. Boo. Boo. As in ghost boo. Not we're we're booing you. We're just. Yeah. Yeah. We're not like. Yeah. (laughs) Not like boo urns. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez Louise. Adios. Amigos. Coming for me now. And then they'll come for you. <laughs>